Hello and welcome to Irrationally Rational, the podcast where there is no true concept of right or wrong. Together, let us explore fascinating topics with the intent of exploring the rationalities that lie within the irrational. The goal of this podcast is not to be right or wrong, but to instead explore topics and see what can happen. This is the Irrationally Rational Podcast. Before we begin, the thoughts and opinions shared on this podcast are used as a means to explore the best possible answers on the topic at hand. In the pursuit of knowledge and wisdom, we investigate any and all thought processes that we believe can help achieve the highest level of understanding possible as unbiasedly as possible. To be clear, we do not claim to be right or wrong. We are simply here to help you think of things in a way you may have never thought before. On today's episode, we are going to discuss the misunderstandings between Black Lives Matter organization and the literal statement, which is Black Lives Matter. So guys, I want to welcome you all to the first episode of 2021. Every year we will begin a new season, so this will be the first episode of season two. I want to say before I give my disclaimers for this podcast that this was one of the hardest podcasts I've ever done because of the findings that was discovered when we began going down these rabbit holes and uh, i do want to give a quick shout out to the inspiration for this podcast episode which comes from schultz saves america which is on netflix Uh, andrew schultz is a very popular comedian and he has a phenomenal way of thinking and uh, i just really appreciate that personally now I want to state my positioning before going, before uh, proceeding forward. So, you guys understand what the topic discussed, being discussed, is, and what the goal is. So, the goal of today's episode is trying to understand the misunderstandings that some people have when they think of the statement "Black Lives Matter." I myself am Mexican. I do not have any association or any biases towards, for the sake of simplicity, uh, the African American side or the Caucasian side. So it's really easy for me to take a neutral stance on a subject like this. All right. <laughs> this was tough because normally I just free flow. And uh, I try and have these conversations like I'm having with a stranger or a, a friend of mine. But there's so many sides to see and so many thoughts and points to consider that I had no choice but to write all this down. So this is going to be a way more structured podcast than I'm used to. Now, let's get started. So... I've heard and I've talked to many people and everyone's aware at this point if they are following any kind of major culture, especially in the U.S., that some people seem to get upset when they hear the statement Black Lives Matter and 
some other people believe that there is nothing wrong with the statement Black Lives Matter. So what I want to begin is by differentiating that there is in fact a Black Lives Matter organization and because this organization exists it is very easy to confuse some people when they say the Black Lives Matter that they are actually talking about the Black Lives Matter organization and they are not talking about Black Lives Matter literally. Now, I can see how this was purposely done as a deliberate tactic to manipulate and confuse people because let's be honest, the mainstream media has done an absolutely masterful job at causing hate and causing tension between uh, white Americans and uh, African Americans. That being said, it's time we talk about this and it's time that we clear this up. So once again, just to clarify, our initial positioning is we have Black Lives Matter organization and we have Black Lives Matter, the literal statement. Let's start easy. I think we can all agree that the statement itself, Black Lives Matter, is something we can all, almost all of us agree with because unless there's some genuine racism or hatred in our hearts, we should be able to push aside the Black Lives Matter organization and go, yeah, of course we care about Black Lives Matter. I think even the overwhelming majority of people that disagree with the statement of Black Lives Matter at the end of the day genuinely do care for other human beings and do care for African Americans. And just as I think it's also fair to say that if you don't genuinely don't care for black lives, you may have to look into if you've got some genuine racism built up in you. Now, in regards, now, actually, let me bring up this point. As a retort to the statement, Black Lives Matter, one, if not the most popular retort, is people that say all lives matter. Now, the statement in itself, all lives matter, is fair. I think we can all, all agree that, yeah, all lives should matter. Now, I know there's maybe some racist that disagree with that or some nihilist who go, oh, well, no lives matter. Fair enough. But push those people to a side. I think it's fair that the majority of people can take a step back and go, yes, all lives do matter. Because at the end of the day, a human being is a human being. Now, on the flip side, though, it is also fair to say that why can't we let African Americans have their moment to protest and complain in peace? See, me attempting to take a neutral statement, I think that's a fair retort. And I think it's completely fair to go, well, you know what? I mean, Nothing stops white folk from protesting, and conservative white folks did, in fact, protest in the Capitol. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's fair. It's fair, to, it's fair to the people that want to say that we just want to have our moment where our voices are heard because our voices have been ignored long enough. Now, 
now that I got the most popular ones out of the way, I want to quickly dive back to Black Lives Matter, the organization, and state why people seem to have a problem with that. So when going back to this, for sake of generalizations, the uh, conservative anti-Black Lives Matter statement people, remember, they're thinking about the organization, the overwhelming majority of them. So why would they have a problem with Black Lives Matter, the organization? A couple of reasons why would be their uh, associations with Antifa, as in Antifa joining the rights when they were when Black Lives Matter protests were taking place. Um, there have been accusations of similarities and characteristics of fascism from Black Lives Matter organization, which is fair, and I'll let you uh, research that avenue if you want to. And the most popular reason of all is the Black Lives Matter riots and the literal burning and destruction of city and common grounds that came from the Black Lives Matter riots. So if you don't have a dog on either side, quote unquote, it is pretty fair to see how people can go, well, we don't want you or anyone to burn up our cities and uh, destroy and riot. That's fair. And I think the, I think a lot of people can take a step back and go, yeah, that's fair, I guess. Now, while I was pursuing this topic and trying to see both sides as as unbiasedly as possible, surprisingly, I ended up coming out with a bunch of empathy for both sides and I realized that we all need to practice a little bit of validation and truly work on understanding what validating really means. Because, especially with how I'm going to go forward, there is a tremendous amount of pain that is associated when it comes to Black Lives Matter and the Black Lives Matter organization. I think it's fair to say that that might be the driving force behind everything that's happened. And I personally wish that we would stop fighting one another, we would stop arguing one another, and we both try and understood each other's pain. Because if we did, we would have a, a much better luck with trying to really uh, heal things up, in, especially in America. Now, going back to the original points, um, I think it is fair to say and understand why people dislike Black Lives Matter organization. Now, in the spirit of fairness, we have to ask ourselves, why did things get to the way that to the level that they are? And how did they get there? So let's go ahead and think back to earlier in 2020, when the death of George Floyd kicked in. And I think it's very fair to say that anyone who saw how the police treated uh, George Floyd in the death and the chokehold, it was a pretty graphic and it was indeed a pretty disturbing video. I think it's fair to say that police brutality definitely took place and those police officers, especially the police officer performing the choke, should have been extended to the highest level of the law. I think we can almost all overwhelmingly agree with that. 
However, flip side to that is look at how look at all the work and the chaos it took to try those officers. Look at the sentences that they were over that they ended up giving. And I, I can understand, I'm not gonna say it's fair, but I can understand how some people feel when they say that they got away with murder, so to say. So when the rioting itself took place, excuse me, when that incident happened with George Floyd, it is fair to say that that was the last straw, quote unquote, and then all of a sudden the major rioting began to take place where places were being burned down, businesses were being destroyed, and all this pent-up anger due to COVID and frustrations in the economy and being locked in were, were all coming together. However, you have to realize that this is not the first time that African Americans have tried protesting about police brutality in general. It is fair to say that African Americans have tried protesting over and over again to mostly, almost overwhelmingly peacefully, might I add, to bring awareness of police brutality that has been their way. That is fair, and that is where we should practice validation. However, on the flip side to that is it's also fair to say that it's not just black folk who are victims of police brutality. White folk experience it, Mexicans experience it, Asians experience it. So it is completely fair to say that the real target should be police brutality in general and not just police brutality geared towards African Americans in this instance. So, a possible discussion or response to this will be, well, um, black folk have been the victims of recent slavery and due to the trauma and due to the, the burden of having had to have been a slave, it's easy to see how black folk would only want to trust uh, other black folk and they wouldn't want to you know open up or congregate as a whole with other races especially white people because of the of the anger and resentment that comes from that because it did happen like the last known cases of slavery were in the early 1900s. So barely a hundred years ago, that's like one or two grandpas away. <laughs> so that's a fair point where we can put our biases aside and we could see, okay, fair enough. You know, there is anger, there is resentment there. Now let's start Bringing up a couple of points that I think are fair to say as well. Um, number one, when it does come to African-American representation, I cannot think of the last time that a black group or black folks encouraged other groups, except encouraged or supported anything that isn't black. 
I think that kind of is a fair statement to make because I can't remember the last time I saw, you know, say Black Lives Matter or a group or a African-American very popular group joining sides with a Caucasian group or anything like that. As a matter of fact, I think if it's pretty easy to say that any kind of white encouragement group would probably be accused of racism at some point by some group of people and have enough traction where it would be kind of frowned upon. I think that's kind of a reasonable statement to make. So, those are points that I think are, are definitely worth considering because people do take a step back and go, well, how can you support Black Lives Matter, but you can't support any other race or any other group? And in fairness, I have talked to a couple of black folk and they have told me themselves that they do believe that African-Americans can be some of the most racist people out there because, believe it or not, racism, you know, it's not just a white thing. It's not just a black thing. It, it can, you can be racist for any color. Discrimination and racism literally doesn't segregate. But I want to go back really quickly to um, the point about slavery real quick. And I wanted to mention how a pretty reasonable retort to that, in my opinion, would be that just about any major country has been enslaved or conquered at some point. And uh, to help illustrate this idea, I would encourage uh, you all who are interested to look up on Wikipedia the history of slavery so you can get a rough idea of timelines of countries who have been enslaved and not just in regards to slavery, but think about other countries who have been conquered, etc. So, essentially what I'm trying to say is, while it is recent, fairly recent, um, the slavery that took place for African Americans, we do all need to take a step back and remember that Mm, slavery has been going around for a very, very, very long time, and it's not just African Americans who have experienced slavery. But my heart too goes out to them because, yes, it was fairly recent, and as a reminder as well, slavery is alive and well today. It's just not as publicly talked about, unfortunately. Human trafficking is a major issue that is happening all around the globe. So, I really hope that discussing these viewpoints, sharing them, getting them all out there will help you at least try and develop some empathy for both sides here where I really hope we can all take a step back and go, okay, you know, Black Lives Matter is a statement itself. Of course, we care about black lives and... As far as a Black Lives Matter organization goes, it's understandable to see why black folks have decided to protest um, police brutality and other issues that have happened to them, and why by default they've joined the Black Lives Matter train, and uh, 
this is one of those weird instances where nobody's really wrong for their beliefs and their opinions that they had. Um, I just do wish that we would all practice a little bit of validation and a little bit of empathy to truly understand the pain that is within each side in each movement. And if there was an answer of some kind, I would say it would probably be that. But in the end, my heart goes out to the people who have been victims of police brutality and uh, discrimination. My heart goes out to the pain that is shared and held within the African community that, excuse me, African-American community. My heart goes out to the pain that resides within the people who believe that they don't get their, they don't get heard, they don't get acknowledged, they don't get um, listened to. Because, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and anybody listening to this, at the end of the day, we're all humans, and we all should be cared for, and that should be the focus. And if we can learn to forget color, forget race, and see each other as a human being at the end of the day, we can help clear up some of these issues, and we can help straighten up America and help make it a better place. I want to thank you guys for listening to today's episode, and I really hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you liked what you heard, please consider following us on our website, irrpc.com. Follow us on social media. On Twitter, search for Irrationally P. And we are also on Patreon. Search for Irrationally Rational Podcast. All your help is greatly appreciated to help us continue doing what we're doing. We have also released an email. Please feel free to reach out to us so we can begin dialogue with our members. Our email address is letstalk at irrpc.com. That's L-E-T-S-T-A-L-K at irrpc.com. Let's get a discussion going. Let's get some dialogue. Help us improve our opinions help us you know get differences of opinion we want to start really feeling uh, engaged with our community thank you guys and have a great day